0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the. Hi, Jamie, it's you. Jamie, don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about. Nothing too scary. Maybe like a Bichon with an attitude. You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost. So, wait. The guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me.
0: Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast after the Jazz Fall one hundred one ninety-three to the Toronto Raptors. David Locke along with Ron Boone here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We bring this to you. Pretty shortly after each and every game, so make sure you're always ready for it. You can subscribe on Locked On Jazz. To get it, you also can get it at WeAreUtahJazz.com as well as the 1280 website. So numerous locations for each and every game. We have that for you. We also give you pregame Periscope an hour before every game. Well, the Jazz fall tonight to the Raptors. They led going into the fourth quarter tonight. 73-71 they led by nine early by four at the half by two at the fourth and then kyle lowry got it going in the fourth quarter with a dominating fourth quarter performance and it was just more than the jazz could handle on both ends of the floor frankly they really uh 30 points allowed is too many defensively they also completely fell apart offensively
1: well it fell apart or the defense of the Raptors picked up enough to where the jazz could not respond i mean to start picking up the, uh, the Jazz guards a little higher out on the floor, uh, really stretching the Jazz to the point where they were switching. And when they went into that small lineup, the switching out there on the floor really gave the Jazz problems.
0: Jazz, went, uh, Quinn went to it again. He, he try, he just gets to the point where the point guard play is not sufficient, and he ends up going to a non-point guard lineup. The only problem is, frankly, it's not working at all. Um, that you know, tonight it wasn't as bad. It was minus one. They they already kind of. It's just not a viable answer. It's just it's a it's not a mistake by Quinn in any way. And it's almost just a sign of what level of desperation this team is right now with just. Trying to combat these good teams when you don't have your regular point guard. You
1: know, you you have to find combinations out there on the floor that you think is going to work. You know, if, if something's not working, okay, then I have to find some other means of, of trying to make some things happen out there on the floor without, um, you know, keeping your game plan, but without taking away your game plan and and uh, going to that big lineup with that guard position with Joe Ingles and and, uh, and Rodney Hood or Joe Ingles with with. Um, With Gordon at that spot, you know they're not quick enough. I think against a team as 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 good, I I think, as this guard line.
0: And frankly, that's the problem with this team right now is quickness. I mean, they just without George Hill at that point, they're not very quick on either. Shelvin has said himself, he's not an elite level athlete. He's figured out how to survive in the league. Dante doesn't seem to have the same lateral quickness that he had prior to the injury. It takes a lot of time to come back. So that is a real concern for this team is when they get put in these positions. Uh, The Raptors went small tonight with Damari Carroll, added quickness to the floor, and the Jazz suddenly struggled defensively. We saw the same thing uh, against Boston. There were some good news things tonight. The Jazz, one of the key things I think for this season is going to be whether they can play well when Derek Favors is at the center position in those minutes that Rudy is not on the floor tonight they they were all right I think they were minus one for the night in those circumstances or maybe even even that's a really good sign for the Jazz that some of those combinations are starting to be better against a really good team well the Jazz the,
1: the strength of this basketball team we don't really know I think um, where it is I mean this is a, could be a very balanced team to the point where if Derek favors us healthy enough and and he's he gets his game back, then you have that inside-outside presence. Right now, you really don't have it. We don't use Derrick with his back to the basket as much. You notice that Derek is very good around the basket, but that perimeter jump shot, you need to stretch that uh, four away from the basket has not been working here for the Jazz. Also, I'd like to see the Jazz, David, uh, when that perimeter defensive pressure uh, at the guard line starts to extend, come up with a little different way of – Getting into their offense and and uh, maybe m- taking away that double team. I mean, just something to the point where that point guard is more can be more effective going downhill. And, and stretching the defense. So,
0: if it's an early pick and roll, the game going downhill, most teams are switching that. Then you're running. Then we probably, until George comes back, don't have a point guard. That, though Shelvin did a nice job turning the quarter on that a little bit in the first half, not as well in the second half. Shelvin really, Shelvin unfortunately had one of his best games of the year until about a four minute stretch where it all just came unraveled, and that's the most recent memory. But otherwise, Shelvin was really terrific. So, if the pick and roll is a switch, is there another way to do that other than the pick and roll? Well,
1: you, you run it. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Quinn's smart enough to come up with something. Thing. they're a 1-4, or maybe you come up with uh, uh, something baseline to where a guy is coming up from the baseline and, and just some other way of taking away the strength of, of that perimeter defense. And, and you know, team scouts, they know that if you get aggressive defensively out on the perimeter, that they're going to, that can cause some problems there for the Jazz. And so you can see that definitely happened there in, in that second half, and in particular there in that fourth
0: quarter. The other aspect of things that's hard on the Jazz right now tonight, uh, unusually, was they did not defensive rebound well. That was a huge part of the night, particularly in the second half. The Raptors got 21 offensive rebounds out of 55 opportunities. The Jazz are usually about 78%. They're at 61%. And that had a huge impact uh, on this basketball game as the Raptors ended up with 19 second-chance points.
1: When teams go small and the Jazz go small, Jazz are not a very good rebounding team. If they go small uh, with Rudy... They're still not a great rebounding team. When the when the Raptors went small tonight, you know they 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 have Terrence Ross. They, they are um, you know one of those guys that are very good rebounders out on the floor. Then that you know the Jazz struggle. Uh, Joe Johnson has not been a good rebounder throughout his career, and then seven rebounds. Joe Ingles ended up with six. But
0: you're right. The, you're taxing guys that that's not their usual yeah, job. Right, exactly. I mean, that's a really good point, right there. Exactly. Just with those two numbers, Joe was seven and, and Ingles was six. If you're relying on those kind of numbers out of those guys, that's not probably a very viable uh, number to maintain uh, for the entire. See, Joe Johnson actually had three rebounds tonight. Joe Ingles had six. But you're right. That's that's a hard thing to get uh, for the Jazz uh, today. Uh, otherwise, another double-double for Rudy, 15 and 16. Shelvin, as we said, was really terrific until that stretch. They really took Gordon out of the game uh, a lot of ways tonight. He finished with 16 points, four rebounds, two assists. You don't think of them as having really good wing defenders, but our two main guys, Gordon Hayward was 16 and Rodney Hood was just seven tonight.
1: And, and you saw Terrence Ross, he came in. He was really trying to get in Derek, uh, Gordon's strap.
0: Oh, you said. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he, he, I mean, to the point Do people where people still wear he, those? He, players he, still wear those?
1: You think they wear... Con- uh, don't you think he's inside their compression shorts? Well, maybe that's what they wear, David. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I think they are. Jock straps. But anyway, you can see he, he was really bellying up to Gordon. And without a good pick, uh, then it's awfully hard to free yourself. And so... Again, you know, this could be, you know, something that the Quinn's going to have to coach through. This is something the players are going to have to play through. Uh, the Jazz, again, you mentioned during the course of the basketball, they played 10 guys. I mean, yeah, 12 guys. No, 11 guys. Yeah. they played 11 guys. 11 guys 11. all
0: in the second quarter. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm going to put, put this one. There's obviously not having George Hill, and who knows how to change it. There's one other aspect of this franchise that I – that I, I just think it's worth reminding people and every time we play the Raptors, I think about this. So this Raptor team is really, really good. I mean they were Eastern Conference finalists last year. They're twenty four and eleven. they've gone they've gone through a whole heck of a lot to get here. Like they lost in back to back first round playoff series. They lost in game seven to Joe Johnson in Brooklyn. They they then get to the they win two game sevens. So when they get to this game tonight and it's 72-70 going to the fourth and they haven't led all night, they've got just a tonnage of experience that they can lay back on where they've won a game. As excited as I am about this Jazz team, the one thing I have said all year long when people have asked me about it, they've never won a game that they've had to win, ever. Anybody in this group has not, other than, they've all done it somewhere, like Joe's done it somewhere else, and Boris has done it somewhere else, and George, but Gordon and Derek and Rudy and Shel, these guys have, not, Trey, Dante, they've never won a game that they had to win in their careers, and so this group has never done that, and that makes it nights like tonight. I think that gets exposed a little bit.
1: Well, and, and now it's their time. I mean, this is their time now, where they have to make make those that, that commitment, you know, to getting it done. Uh, you want to be considered or be one of the elite players in the league. You're going to you, you're going to get it done sooner or later. I, I think the Jazz are good enough now to the point where this is going to be a fine year. I know we criticize a, a lot about what they're not doing and, and we compliment them on what they what they are doing. But in order to be one of those best teams in the NBA, those these are the ball games we we'll have to finish and I think they have the personality to do it. Just
0: remember, that guy that was brilliant tonight was for a long time known as playoff Kyle Lowry and that was not a compliment. Jazz fall tonight 101-93 uh, to the Ra- Raptors on the Jazz Radio Broadcast will be with you from Minnesota. This has been Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.